Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Hello, 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 and welcome to Brainbow. My name is Michelle Contreras. This is a Fringe Minority Report podcast, so what you're going to be hearing are um, things from a neurodiverse perspective, also known as maybe crazy conspiracy theorists. So, um, yeah, hold on to your hats, your tinfoil hats, and um, let's get ready to delve into the philosophy of foresight and freedom of speech. Okay, so we are in 20, this is the end of 2022, this is December, and what's going on now is um, there is, um, I guess, the Twitter, the Twitter thing is um, happening with um, Elon Musk just bought it a couple of months ago or a month ago or so, and the process took a long time, but finally he took it over and then he started releasing these Twitter files, which is like behind the scenes of what corporations and the government, they were colluding with um, Twitter to censor stuff that would make Biden look bad so he wouldn't lose the election. And um, there's going to be some Fauci files that are going to be coming out soon, which I'm I'm interested in. I just found out that Fauci's daughter actually was working for Twitter and he claims he didn't know. But um so yeah, when you know, you guys that have been listening to this and you've been experiencing it on your own end, like I don't want to like rehash this, but I kinda just wanna like lay this down here as maybe like a diary entry because in the future people are gonna look back and they're gonna be like, Well, how could that even happen? Like Maybe they won't even remember or they won't know that it happened. So I think it's important to document as much as we can as it's happening. So we aren't affected by what I call narcissistic amnesia, where it's like, it didn't happen if I say it didn't happen. So like whoever has the power, they dictate reality by saying what's true, what isn't true, what actually happened, what didn't happen. You know, we're already seeing this where all of these um, uh, politicians and health officials are saying, well, we never t- said that you wouldn't get COVID if you got the vaccine. And we never said that you couldn't pass it along to other people if you got the vaccine. It's like, yeah, you did. And if we didn't have the technology to document this, it would be like a big blur. And we would be in a state of c- 
complete, you know, cognitive dissonance where we're not sure like what's real and what's not real because if they, if everybody is, if, or if the majority of people are agreeing, and especially if people in authority are declaring that this is what happened, then it's just human nature to go along with it and say, yeah, okay, you know, you're not going to fight against it. But when you have proof and you have like an actual video or screenshot and you hear them saying it and you repeat it, you're like, you are a bold face liar. And so we're getting this like, we're having um, been through gaslighting and I think everyone has been traumatized by this. Not just what happened with COVID and the lockdowns and the mandates, but you know, the total loss, uh, the total loss of, um, the loss of trust, right? <sighs> so, yeah, how do we get through this? I, I would imagine that a mass psychosis is, like, going to require some healing in the same way, and it may not be able to heal, in the same way a person who is, goes through a psychosis, sometimes they never heal. Sometimes they get you know, diagnosed with schizophrenia. And if it doesn't clear up in six months, you know, usually they diagnose you with schizophrenia if you keep having these beliefs that don't fit into what actually happened. And so it's interesting, you know, if I just detach myself, and I don't want to sound like a robot who doesn't have any emotions, but like, if you just look at it from a perspective of like, how people respond and how they react and how liars lie it's very educational and it will serve you to analyze these these footages and and history as it's happening because it will it could save your life in the future because if you trust the wrong person about something it could be the end of you or someone that you love a lot of the times especially when it comes to health we make decisions based on fear. If somebody has authority over us and they're dictating reality and saying that this is what it is and they're making you feel like you're not capable of having intuition or making your own informed decisions and you rely on this person because you trust them. Well, if that person doesn't have your best interest at heart, if they're, you know, just either saying things that they're told to say without questioning it themselves and maybe they have too much pride to ever inspect whether or not what they believed before is true. What I'm saying is like, you know, doctors that are pushing drugs, like we saw with the opiate crisis, they push it and the antibiotic too. The antibiotic crisis, it's really hasn't even un unfurled yet, but they're there are a lot of deaths being caused by just too many antibiotics. And they, um, I remember when I was a kid, they would give us antibiotics for every cold. You know, we'd go in and we'd take some kind of pink medicine. I think, I think it was amoxicillin, but I don't know. It was some kind of pink medicine. It tasted good. And all the kids, we would take that whenever we got sick. You just go to the doctor and they'd give that to you. And they, and they would say, well, that kills all the, that kills the flu. Well, it kills all of the bacteria in you, too. So it it wrecks the immune system over time. And, you know, because when a doctor gives it to you and the doctor's being told, no, this is science and don't question the science, like if it's some kind of religious dogma, then um, it's similar to how 
people fall into psychosis. Because when you can't trust your own mind and other people are telling you things that are wrong and your reality doesn't match up with their reality, and then there's facts. But the hardest thing is when there's facts and you don't trust those facts, but you trust that other person, then it it leads to a complete collapse of of your memory because your identity changes because at that time you trusted them and now this time you don't. So you can't align those memories. And then the more you think about it, the more the memory changes because there's so much bullshit, you know, to like unravel where it's like, did I say that? Did they say that? Did this happen? So I've gotten into the habit of just recording everything, taking screenshots of everything and um, writing about everything because it's really like my anchor for sanity Otherwise, like, I think in a healthy society, we wouldn't have to do this. But sometimes I feel like Rain Man. You remember how, like, Rain Man would, like, document everything? Like, this person said this about me. And it was like, it's a way to make it real. Because otherwise, like, oh, you're just too sensitive. Or, oh, I didn't say it that way. I didn't mean that. Or I didn't. And so, you know, you're left questioning, like, unless you're you're really strong-minded to the point of being like conceited and stubborn. Like if you have that much belief in yourself, and I'm sure that guys are less likely to fall into this psychotic type of mindset because I, I mean, guys, they're, they're, they're brought up to just take care of themselves and believe in themselves. Whereas women, you know, a lot of us are trained and conditioned to be codependent and to acquiesce and to, you know, at least see the other person's point of view rather than force our views. And, and it's not, it's not like it's a bad thing because it's just a masculine energy to, to force something. And women, the feminine nature is to be more receptive and open to things. So when you leave yourself open to it, you're more vulnerable to negative influences. And if you're, yeah. Okay. So whatever, I'm not going to get into that too much because I feel like I feel like I'm just talking about things that should just be automatically understood instead of like analyzing every little thing and trying to well I try trying to say like I don't mean to say that men are like this and bad or I don't mean to say women are bad but I I see patterns in human behavior and it comes off as general generalities and generalities and stereotypes, but you know, I'm sure you know there's always people that are exceptional. But for the most part, women tend to have more of this like psychoticness about them, where they're just unsure of things. And I think that's why. I, I think a lot of it has to do because we are underneath. Um, authority more and so we are inclined to not trust our own intuition and we believe their reality and so there's a lot of people that just latch on to naive people and hurt them so the I think that the more good you are and innocent you are the more naive you are because you don't know you can't if, if you're like a wolf you know how to get by in the world like a wolf. But if you're like a dog who has always been raised to be taken care of, you expect everyone's going to love and take care of you. It's kind of that sort of thing where women 
aren't trained and conditioned to be assertive or to question or to stand up for themselves. They're more like you survive by going along. You survive by agreeing, by being friendly and being liked. And so it could be to our detriment to be forceful or assertive. Um, with this, what's going on with the free speech right now is there have been um, a lot of reporters who've been banned from Twitter because of doxing. Doxing is basically gang stalking, where they team up to follow people and to dog whistle, blow dog whistles to scare them, to rattle them, to make them feel unnerved like they are being targeted so that they behave in a way that, you know, the gang stalkers want them to behave. So it turns out that on Twitter, they were, someone was releasing Elon Musk's airplane tail and finding out where he was and then people would show up and um, they would harass him basically. And he got scared because he had his, you know, he had his family with him. So, um, he just banned all of these people for doxing. And then they turned around and they said, well, he only disagrees with people who disagree with him. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. And so he's really not a free speech proponent. He's um, more like... He, he only wants to protect speech that he's agree that he's agree agrees with. Now this is totally gaslighting. It's like, yeah, you can interpret it like, well, now you're banned and you don't like it. But I mean, I, I got banned before for um, sharing a the the lawsuit that Pfizer had where they had to pay four billion to um, vaccine injured kids that developed autism, um, and. I shared that, and then I, I was told that I was supposed to take it down. I kept it, you know, I, I went, I, I took it down after a couple of weeks, because that was the only way I could get back on there. And, um, and then, then you know after that, well, you can't post things like that. So, I think I got another ding, oh yeah, then the next one I got was for Fauci. They just removed it, they didn't ban me, but they banned another person that I shared it from. The video of Fauci in the 80s saying that natural immunity of the flu is better than a vaccine. 
And he also went on to say about how they wouldn't mandate a mass vaccination program because of what happened with swine flu and that he knew that Americans would be opposed to it at that time. And they they um, they banned, who is it, Vigilante Fox. And I shared that. I'm pretty sure that was her that I shared it from. And she got banned. Or he. I'm not sure who this person is. They're on Substack. They have a really good um, newsletter. Vigilante Fox. Okay. And uh, they're on Rumble, too. So I think they're a good source of information. Of course, whatever information you get, you want to, you know, double check it. You don't trust anybody blindly. Unfortunately, we can't trust anybody blindly. Like even Elon Musk. I know there's a lot of people that just want to want a savior so bad. We just want somebody who has the power to stand up to corruption. And um, we can't even trust him. And I, th I have this theory that when you're not able to trust that it actually makes you more psychotic because when you are able to trust people around you whether it be like especially in authorities humans just have this tendency like we have to be able to trust a few people even it may only need to be like four but when you have like authorities over you that that hold your health in their hands or your livelihood, like say if it's a boss or um, if it's somebody, you have to be able to trust someone like that. If you can't, if you're working under somebody that is dangerous, that causes a lot of stress. That could cause, like I think it could trigger a mutation in your body to like develop cancer because that much stress of working under somebody you can't trust or having say a parent who is like, just dangerous that's could cause a lot of stress um or having an abusive spouse to other than that you know we could walk away from people and just choose our friendships but there are some things some relationships in life where you just can't get away from it and our government is one of those relationships you know we're supposed to be employing them to handle stuff and manage stuff and that's why they're there it's their job and they get paid by taxes but now we've reached a point where in society where it's like politicians are millionaires. Where are they getting all this money from? They're not, I mean, they're not public servants and they're abusing their power. So Elon Musk posted something today and said that anybody who wants power, though, or he said those who want power are the least able to handle it. And um, I think a lot of us know this, but it's it's like how do you how do you know who is a good leader or who you can trust? Because we definitely need that. And if we can't trust people around us, it's like then it's similar to like not being able to trust your own mind. Because there are times when you just need to rely on others. You know, you, like we can't be we can't fix our own car. We can't like fix our refrigerator. And, you know, we depend on our government to take care of stuff. And when we go buy food, we don't want to worry about what's in the food and stuff. So if you if you have to be completely self-reliant, unless you're living in the forest and you have everything very simple, it's okay. But if you're living in a complex society and you have to navigate, like, who to trust and who not to trust, it could literally drive you crazy. 
And when you're not able to trust anybody, then that causes so much trauma that it, you know, in certain people, it could be dangerous that you could create terrorists that way. Other people, you could break them and they could turn schizophrenic and start hallucinating and other people go into drugs. Other people become like addicts to escape reality. And so um, it's dangerous for society to have corrupt officials and leaders in power over us. Just like, like, okay, the movie The Lion King, where you have Scar, who is the weaker, corrupt brother of the naturally born alpha Mufasa. And everything Scar touches turns to shit because he's just a greedy, selfish character. And so everybody he employs to help him, which are all of the hyenas, are corrupt and evil. And um, all of the good ones that rely on him are starving and... um, have no other option to but to just go along with what he says or else he'll kill them I and mean, whoever he employs will kill them i think that's where we're at right now it's like we're we're being ruled by leaders that are like scar and a person who is not good is not going to be a good leader or a good doctor or a good policeman there's something that can't be taught It's a strength of character that can withstand any kind of pressure of temptation to be corrupted. You can't, I mean, like that kind of character building requires experience and very nurturing environment to foster that kind of character. If, If instead they're like... Mafia guys are like, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm going to get what I want to get and screw you guys and it's just business. That kind of like tough guy, big shoulder mentality has destroyed our society. For a while, people thought it was all cool. Like, oh, yeah, he's getting whatever he's want. He's looking out for number one. But, you know, how, how long does that go on for? How much can you take before you destroy everything around you and then there's nothing more to take? And, you know, it's all fun and games when you're, when, when you're, you're the jackal hyena and you're on the side of whoever's in power. But once that goes away, you're done. So this, this, this can all go away for all of these people, all of the, all of the shills, all of the, you know, the, um, the, the paid sponsors of these corrupt leaders like, once they go down, everything's going to, everybody that supports them is going to lose their funding and they're going to be, like, left looking like hyenas. Um, sometimes, like, I, I, if I want to know if I could trust somebody, I'll think about that movie and I'll say, okay, like, who, what character they, do they most resemble? Is it Scar or is it Mufasa? Is it the evil line or is it the noble line? And and that's very black and white because, you know, usually they're not that evil or that noble, but somewhere in between. So basically it's like, who are they more like? Are they more like Simba? Are they more like the lionesses? Are they more like, you know, are they on the good side or are they like just wanting everything for themselves and they don't care who they hurt around them? And are they so cowardly 
that they would sooner align themselves with the corrupt power because they could rise higher up the ladder faster than to, you know, say, ah, no, I can, you know, I'll pass on that. I want to, you know, be on the side of what's good for, you know, what's good. There's a lot of people now that say this kind of morality is outdated and superstitious. And they say you should always just look out for yourself because that's the way they've learned to survive. They don't know anything else. It's like it works for them. As soon as they start caring about others and they open themselves up to becoming vulnerable. And let's face it, if you're living in a society where Scar and the hyenas are in power, trying to be good is going to get you killed. So either... You know, you have to, you have to take them down. And um, unfortunately, the people that are most violent and criminal minded are the ones that are in power because they're willing to do more to fight and be, they're more willing to fight than the good people that are like, just want to be left alone. So, um, I was, um. I think about like who to trust. Like what if this is what if what if this whole freedom of speech thing is just a trap to get all of these so-called domestic terrorists meeting people that oppose COVID mandates. Um like in New Zealand right now they are there I saw this commercial on the news where they're asking people to report their people that they know who say negative things about the government's um, COVID policies because they could be terrorists. And they, well, not only could they be shooters eventually, but they could also just spread COVID more. And so these people are categorized as terrorists because they don't believe in the mandates and because they... If they get angry, especially, they say that they could be potential shooters. So now you got, like, this program out there in New Zealand where they're trying to just get people to tell on each other so they can make it easier to round up um, dissenters. In China, they have this... You, I mean, everybody in China knows that you can't just post whatever you want online. Here, we think we have freedom of speech. We're like, yeah, we're not China. We have a right to disagree with the government because we are a democracy and we make up the government. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, 
Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But that's not really the case. And there are no, like, rules about it. Like, we're actually not a democracy. We're a republic. But we're brought up to believe that we're a democracy. We're brought up to believe that when we vote, like we all have a collective vote. But it's not like that. Um, So there are laws and rules that we're not even aware of. Like, for example, in the Twitter files, they're finding out that the FBI was looking at regular citizens, um, looking at parody accounts, memes, jokes that went against um, Biden or that talked about Epstein or the nonsense of the COVID measures and stuff um, and died suddenly. Um, That account got banned for a while. They talk, they talk, they post all of the people that have been vax injured or that died. And um, I think there was another account where they posted a lot of vax injuries and they got shut down. So the FBI is looking at these people. They're not like going after pedophiles. They're not looking for the Epstein list. They're not, you know, looking at people that cause harm. They're just looking to back, you know, provide like muscle to the, the scar and the hyenas that are in power right now. In China, if you, if you post anything against the COVID mandates, they they could just show up at your house. They could, I mean, they have a digital code there. So if you don't have the vaccine, you can't even go shopping or visit your friends. You have to be locked up in there. And if you've been exposed, they do random testing too. So if, if they, you could be asymptomatic. If you test positive for COVID, they take you to a COVID camp. After, China rose up and there was like this white paper protest thing that happened all over and they would just stand there with a white piece of paper. They're like, we can't say anything. So (laughs) here's just a white piece of paper. And this is like how we're going to protest. And um, they received some media attention, but MSM here in the United States portrayed it more as like, they're just exhausted from, it's been three years almost and they're tired of the lockdowns and they're frustrated. So some of them are going out and unfortunately because they're protesting, they're socializing more. They're not social distancing. And so, yeah, there's like a bunch of people now that are, um, what the heck? Hold on a second. I'm looking at my, um, all of a sudden, my. Let me just go out of here. I don't know why my screen clicked out. Hopefully, this doesn't exit. I don't know why the screen clicked out. And I can't pause it. 
Okay. That's so weird. Let me try this. Okay, am I still on here? Yeah, sorry about that. Um, okay, so... I was watching this um, video of some some of the protests that were taking place in China. They got shut down real quick. It only took about maybe four days or so. And then um, the Chinese government said, the CCP, they said that they were going to um, listen to the protesters and they were going to, you know, um, they're going to, do away with the man the the lockdowns so then all the people start coming out and then within a week this the covid rates even though china prop i think they have about a 98 percent vax vax everyone's vaccinated pretty much except for like people 65 and older who don't really leave the house and who don't trust the government so much that's the um that minority of seniors has the lowest vaccine rate um, or vaccine compliance rate but almost everybody's vaccinated in China and this year just recently last week they had the highest rates of COVID since the whole pandemic and they're blaming it on well since they re they, they no longer have the the, um, the zero COVID policy mandates and the lockdowns that it, basically, it's the protesters' faults. And I'm watching these videos of um, they're they're bringing their dead to the cremation center and waiting in lines. And now they have like vans um, that go around that cremate bodies. It's 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 terrible. It, the media is not covering it at all either. I saw this other video that struck me as super odd because this. There was a Chinese man who was complaining about the construction outside by the government. He's, you know, he couldn't sleep or something. And they showed up at his door and there was like four officials and they were harassing him like in front of his children. So you can't say any and you can't say anything there, but at least they know it and they know, yeah, we can't do that or else we're risking our lives. They were willing to risk their lives too by standing out there with a white piece of paper. They're they were they knew what they were going up against, but it wasn't like they would show it on television, you know, or so you can't like look it up on YouTube. I, I just found some videos that have been leaked, but um, they wouldn't be caught actually hurting the protesters because that would look, that would make their image look bad. So instead of like, being upfront about it and having a war with the with the protesters, they just say that they died of COVID. Of course, this is a conspiracy theory, and I can't prove it, but I just see how it works. So, I think the goal is to make all countries like that because Klaus Schwab said it, you know, many times that he thinks that China is the role model for the world. Biden also greatly admires China. And when the president of China asked him, you know, to describe America, he said, we have the potential to be more like you and to be a superpower. And 
um, Justin Trudeau and all of those guys, they all, they all kiss China's ass. And they would never even talk about, like, the people that practice natural medicine, the Falun Gong practitioners, how they're being killed. Like, for the past 20 years or so, there have been countless, over, I, I don't even know how many, to be honest. I bet it's more than the amount of Jews that Hitler killed, put it that way. And if you ever say that, like, oh, he's worse than Hitler, oh my gosh, you're anti-Semitic. But it's like literally the numbers, you know, I can't, I can't fathom like 5 million people. Hitler killed 6 million people. If you, if you take into account all the practitioners of Falun Gong and all the spiritual, you know, um, people out there because they don't follow the, the CCP's program of whatever their atheist thing is over there. If you have any kind of opposing view or counter view they just kill you and they know that there and china has set up stations police stations in in canada there might be some here in the united states i don't know but i know canada has police stations where the chinese people the they watch the chinese immigrants to make sure that they're not saying anything bad not talking about i mean that's scary so here here i am like, not sure about, like, if you're being watched. Like, you know, you always think, well, oh, I'm so insignificant. Why would they be watching me? I'm just like everybody else. My whole life, everybody would say things about the government, things that they didn't like or whatever. And it's like, well, yeah, they're politicians. They're not, like, gods. Like, if they do something wrong, then you should fire them. Like, if you hire somebody to fix your TV and they're loitering in your living room and stealing your stuff and inviting their friends over doing all sorts of weird stuff, like, you would just kick them out. We can't do that with the politicians. And the laws, like, are not clearly stated either. There's no law that says you can't talk about, like, illegal things the military did or that the government did in Afghanistan. You can't talk about illegal things that happened with Vietnam or that, you know, child trafficking, sex trafficking... You, you know, drug smuggling, you can't talk about those things. You can't say even like with, when it comes to immigrants being, you know, caught bringing fentanyl or bringing drugs here, like that's now racist. And so we have all of these rules, but it's like living in a dysfunctional house where there's nothing clearly stated. It's just like, okay, you know, not to talk about certain things, but it's not written. And so if you're one of those black sheep, that the ones that are on that think differently who don't easily go along with bullshit and you call people out on stuff then you can get yourself into trouble but okay so i find myself in this situation where i just want to keep looking at it because i can't relax i can't like i never feel safe and that i know it's paranoia but I think a lot of us are going through it because we spend so much time on Twitter now. Like, people are, like, there all the time. Like, we're just, like, my dog Rosie staring out the window and barking at people. Like, you just never know who's going to show up. And this is not, this is some kind of injury, a psychic injury that you can't prove because it always winds up. And if you can prove it, it's like, well, that's your own fault. 
Like, you don't have to go on there. You don't have to post those things. You don't have to do research. You don't have to read the newspaper. But when... I think it's like a PTSD when you're put in a position of danger. It's just natural to keep looking for danger so that you could avoid it. And you want to test the boundaries to see, is this really dangerous or is it not? Because it could make you feel safe when nothing happens. Okay, I did this and nothing happened. Like nobody showed up at my door and pulled me out to a camp. Okay, I feel safe. <laughs> it's... Um, it's, I know it's sad and stuff, but I think it's, at this point, it's, it's like neurotransmitters and instincts and hormones. It feels dangerous to be alive right now because there are people that have power over us and there's nothing we could do about it. And these people aren't, they don't care about us. I told you guys this before, you know, this, I've been dealing with this stuff for 16 years with medical mismanagement and it took me a long time and a psychosis and a major depression and a lot of investigation and a lot of research and a lot of healing to just come to the point where I could just sit down and like read a book and be at peace. And, and now all that's, that's gone again. So going back and trying to like find that peace again, you know, since I've done it before, it's, it's a little bit easier. It's not like, it's not, I'm not suicidal, you know, whereas before it was like, it got to that point. <sighs> that reminds me too. Joe Biden just said that more people died in the last three to five years of suicide than any other cause. And I'm wondering like, are these, is, is, if, if these people are going through what I went through before, how, how you're just like, it's a miracle to even be here. Because I think so many others, like, I know a lot of mothers that have, like, kids that die from vaccine injuries or that are damaged by vaccines and they say it, they, they have all sorts of weird stuff happen to them. I mean, I just like watch, I watch their, their, how they get treated online and it's weird. It's like, I don't know where all these people come from, but they have, they have like gangs. Maybe, maybe every person writes 10 different accounts. That's possible. But otherwise it just makes you scared because it's like, for example, there's this one, one lady who has this, her daughter was named Evie and she started up, um, a campaign to expose SIDS as being like from a vaccine injury because her daughter had a seizure after her three-month checkup. She got really sick and the doctors said, oh, it's nothing. Anyways, the, the, her daughter died. They did, um, they hired an uh, a coroner and the coroner said that it was from a seizure from a vaccine injury. She had severe inflammation. And so... They attributed it to that because she was fine before the vaccine. <clears throat> and so, um, she never got over it. And it just, you know, she has other kids too. She can't even, she can't handle anything. I guess she started, she's in Minnesota. So they, their laws about marijuana are 
different. I guess it's illegal or it was illegal at the time. So she got caught with like marijuana possession. And um, when it was her time to go to court, they pulled her over and she went to jail for possessing marijuana. And it just, and then, and then you get, see all these people are like calling her names. Like, how could you do that to a mom who's grieving? She's like, well, she slept, she slept with her daughter and that's what killed her. She got drunk and fell asleep and suffocated her daughter. I don't know. It's like, I can't even look at this lady's page because it just, it's like watching, it's like just watching somebody being like raped and abused. And I feel for her, and I, I wish I could help her, but I can't do anything. And to even just look at it, it's like, man, I see all these people show up. There, there are some people that elicit that kind of response from these trolls and chills, that, and they just, like, show up like gangs, and they're nasty. They say terrible things, and it's just really sad to see watch people gang up like hyenas on others like that. But I see it a lot, you know, seeing it happen with Elon Musk, too, and... um it's harder to feel sorry for him because <laughs> he has millions of dollars and, you know, he's a guy. But I'm sure he's going through a lot, too. I mean, he's sleeping with a gun next to his bed and um, said that he's afraid he might get killed. T- telling everybody I'm not suicidal. <laughs> um, but I think the pressure is mounting up on him. Even Edward Snowden said he's like, when I was on the airplane getting out of the United States, he felt like he was being beamed like by military grade audible devices. So who knows what they're doing to him, but I don't think he could handle this kind of stress. And I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to handle it. Like, I don't even want to be on Twitter as much as I am. It makes me feel like really uncomfortable. And I just like, I feel the need to, to do something, but it's just like you need a break, you know? You can't, like, constantly be at war all the time. We're at a war, and this is a war of ideas. So, I hope everybody's doing well out there. Um, I recommend that if you're having a hard time, I know if you're going through something like this, you just want to look at, like, where's the danger? It's the reptilian brain, the, you know... The, the, the part of us that just, like, looks for danger in order to avoid it. And it's, like, it's so deeply embedded in all mammals that you can't just say, like, oh, it's just, you know, just get over it. Or it's, like, it's beyond addiction because, like, it's just, it's a survival instinct that just kicks in. Um, I find meditation helps me. And whatever you can do to get you into a meditative state, do that. Whatever kind of hobby it is, do that. And um, try to take breaks as much as you can. And try to take, like, bath salts. I think bath salts, not not the drug, <laughs> but, like, Epsom salt baths, right? Um, figure out how to, um, how to make yourself feel good without causing more harm than good you know I know a lot of us want to reach for a drink or something or a cigarette but that's just like that's not gonna help us out in the long run either um so maybe it could be something to just calm your mind so that you're so distracted by your hyper focus of something that interests you 
whether it be like painting or sewing or reading or playing music or something. And um, try to limit your, your internet activity. Try to not post stuff so much and try not to feel bad about not posting stuff. Because I know like a lot of people, they feel like they have some kind of, like we have to win. This is like, there's nothing more important than protecting our country from turning into China. From protecting our children from being forced into indoctrinations that aren't going to serve them. But that are going to serve entities that are going to make money off of their dysfunction. And so we have to stand up to it. But we have to be strong. Because, you know, like Kanye West said, I'm sure that you're willing to die for your kids. I believe you that you're willing to die for your kids. But are you willing to live for them? Are you willing to get well? Are you willing to spend time with them? And to do what it takes to heal yourself so that you're a better parent. Because even soldiers aren't soldiers 24 hours. They do other things too. You can't just keep going and going, dreaming about it and waking up and doing it. Like you need, you need a break. Um, one last thing before I sign off here. Joan of Arc was one of the greatest soldiers who ever lived. And she um, achieved miraculous feats through um, her, whatever, if it was fate, probably, I believe in fate, that she was fated to do that. But what happened was, at the end, after she was victorious and France was freed, France is now a free country separate from, you know, the... Roman Empire or the English Empire. And she stopped that invasion from spreading. But she was never able to stop the war inside of her. And 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 I guess that's that's just how it is, you know. The last thing I was reading was um on here was one floor of her cuckoo's nest and it's we just have to accept that we're just one person. And we have to put ourselves out there so that there's so many of us that they can't take down all of us but one of us by ourselves we're not we're not going to do it and and that's really scary but to just know like you don't have to be Joan of Arc but if you could just be there and just do what you have to do without overexerting yourself to the point where you're useless because if you're dead you're you're useless so the goal is to stay alive for as long as possible to stand up for as long as possible to be the last one standing that's all you got to do right Joan of Arc felt that it was in her destiny to just conquer a whole army and and that you know for a 16 year old girl like she could never un do it. She couldn't get out of it. She could never go back to just having a normal life. And even though this isn't a war on the battlefield where we're, we have swords and we're seeing blood and, you know, all of that terrible stuff, it's a war of the mind. It's a completely different kind of war. And it requires psychic strengths that humans don't even know about. Um... And so as we learn how to 
defend ourselves psychically and spiritually. We have to be able to move on after the after the um the war is over. Because the longer you put yourself out there, the more at risk you are. And give somebody else a turn. You know, like you're in the front. You go to the front. Okay, that was done. Now go to the back. Take a break. And then put in some new regimes. And let them. And then just have faith that other people are going to do it. You don't have to, you know, go to, into every single battle. Just go into a few battles, you know. And, and then look at it that way when you're... I'm going to take some t time off Twitter. You don't have to, you know, change the whole world in one week. There's a lot of people out there that want the same thing, and we're all fighting this together. And the best thing we could do is to keep ourselves strong and healthy so that we, you know, give ourselves a good um, a reputation, you know, for our cause. Because we don't want to get burnt out and turn into crazy terrorists. You know, like, this is a war of ideas. Guns aren't going to change anyone's mind. Thank you so much for being with me here today on Brainbow. And, um... I hope to see you next time. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.